goes. We're fucking live. Live and ready to go. Oh, God. So what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about green flags. And conversely, red flags. Yes. In terms of relationships and romantic partnerships. And I think we should get started by talking about what we think we wanted in our romantic relationships. Yes, but before we get started, I'm E with a K. Oh, yes, and I'm E with a C. And we're coming at you, bitches. I'm back, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so what was the question? Oh, no, I was just going to talk about, like, well, maybe we should talk about, like, re- green and red flags first and then compare it to what we thought we wanted. Mm, okay, so I had no idea what a green flag looked like up until recently. Same, actually. Yeah. So me and he with a C, um, just, well, I recently had a relationship that was kind of the best relationship that I had, even though it was not, it didn't work out. And you are in a current happy relationship where you're just like, oh, this is what things are supposed to be. Right. It's a very, it's surprisingly very healthy. Mm-hmm. Because I was not out looking for a relationship. I was looking to get plowed. And that's all I wanted from this man. I love it. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes a good plowing is how you lead to your heart. Exactly. (laughs) And seven months later, we live together. Yes. And it's beautiful. Um, Yeah. So for me, I guess green flags and red flags and what I wanted. (sighs) I don't know if I should talk about red flags first or green flags. Hmm. Let's do it like NASCAR and do green flag first. Okay. So green flags for me um, is somebody who is very patient and not in just like, oh, you're just like so patient with my attitude. It's not about that. Mm -hmm. It's more so um, allowing you to open up and get to know each other at a reasonable pace. So a lot of times in these like whirlwind romances, they're just like, I don't know everything about you. And I want to like, you know, I I was telling you guys in one of the episodes where my first love, he was just like giving me all this attention and wanting to know all about me. And like, I had to like tell him and he wanted to meet my parents. And it was just like this huge thing. And it was just like, bam, 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 bam. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in this other relationship, it was just like, you know, we're just hanging out, taking it slow. And we did start off at, as like a hookup situation, but I think we realized very quickly that we jive very well together. Right. And I will say, um, we probably say more when we actually talk about red flags, that it's incredibly attractive to have someone this consume with you. Because at the end of the day, we're all looking for love and validation, right? And it's very exciting and very affirming to have someone just instantly pour all that into you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in a healthy way where it is respectful of your boundaries, mm-hmm. which is another thing. One thing that I found really sexy about my green flag relationship was, um, you know, he asked me like what I was comfortable with. You know, he asked me like, do you want me to go down on you? <laughs> I mean, he did, but, you know, he was just like, you know, do you want me to kiss you or hold your hand or whatever at this moment in time? Our first kiss was more organic, but just 
as we went on through the relationship, like it was a, a more so making sure I was comfortable at all times. Right. A lot of talk about consent is what it sounds like. Yep. Consent and boundaries. Yep. We love to see it. We love to see it. Um, what about for you and Green Flags? So this is going to sound like an odd one, but it makes sense. It will definitely make sense if we um, I'll just talk about it in Red Flags. It's when they have their own friends and interests outside of you. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was definitely one of a huge green flags is when I started dating my current partner. He asked if I wanted to meet his friends. And, and you're like, you have friends? Exactly. <laughs> friends that you see. <laughs> friends that talk to you <laughs> and are not conveniently always out of town yeah. or busy. That was a huge green flag. I was like, you have a life outside of me. I'm not your sole source of stimulation. Yeah. And I guess, like, you know, let's kind of talk about that. The whole, like, having friends thing. My first relationship, didn't he didn't have a, a lot of friends. And I was joking. I say I don't really have any friends besides you. But, mm-hmm. like, I obviously have more friends that I talk to. They're not as close as me and you, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're around. <laughs> And there are people that I talk to like every now and then, but I think guys in particular, and I don't want this to be too heteronormative. So like if you have like a girlfriend or a guy friend and you're in, um, you know, that type of relationship, um, people that, like you said, have other interests and people that want to get to know them. Cause what are friends, people that love and care about you. So to have a significant other where people like love and care about them and you don't just like, isolate themselves like that's you know a a green flag right and this is me being like all immersed in true crime now looking back on jailbird i'm like oh he isolated himself that's a red serial killer flag like he chose to live this life of isolation and not really let anyone in and always placate them with like this false veneer true crime serial killer vibes Okay, so what you're saying is if he was ever on the news for serial killing. I would not be surprised. Damn, that's crazy. I would be like, this is on brand for him. Okay. Um, But also, how does victims not hear him? (laughs) That's another um, conversation. Anyways, that was an inside joke, Filthies. We're so sorry. Um, Another green flag, um, more along what you said about having friends, but also having goals and aspiration. The guy that I just um, stopped seeing, he had things that he was doing and working towards. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if sometimes people are already at their goals, but maybe they have like micro goals of things they want to do, um, such as going out and seeing places or going to concerts or things like that. But um, in particular, this person um, was in school for like a second master's degree and just very like studious. And I understood it and respected it. And I felt like we were cultivating a really good relationship. So I kind of gave them space to work on those goals because I was wanting them to reach their goals. So another green flag for yourself is if you're wanting them to succeed and you're okay with moving aside so they can succeed, Mm. that's a green flag. Yeah. So kind of picking off, back off of that, I would say like a sub green flag, like maybe a teal flag, a lime green flag. Um, okay. 
is if they have definitive goals and aspirations and ones that are not easily swayed by yours, that's another like, oh, you have a life outside of me type of flag. Mm -hmm. So my current partner, he has amended some of or amended some of his goals, but they really haven't changed. Mm -hmm. Like they involve higher education and everything, but the only thing that's changed about them is the location that he might do them in. Okay. Because it's in compromise of me wanting to move elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So my past relationship, yeah, he had goals, like, but his goal was to vaguely move elsewhere. And elsewhere can mean anything. It could have been down the street. <laughs> okay. Very but true. Mm -hmm. When I came along and I said, oh, this is the place I want to move to. And this is the time frame I want to move to or move there in. He's like, wouldn't you know it? That's suddenly my goal. Weird coincidence. Mm. But he never made any steps towards it. And his goal, like, always somehow managed to change with my goal. Interesting. Yeah, I think um, that is very telling because it, it sounds like uh, some insecurity there. And, you know, like insecurity and also just kind of going through life as a tumbleweed and just going where the wind takes you, which I know some people, including myself, kind of operates like that in general. But it's it, it there's a slight difference as far as like kind of going off the beaten path, but being like a tumbleweed where you just don't know where you're going and right. waiting for the wind. Right. And then being completely useless when there is no wind. Absolutely. Um, I guess also with saying that with the green flags, maybe another green flag would be like really asking you or the, in, in you guys' cases, like if they're asking you um, where you see yourself and where your goals are and, but in a way of just like, are they aligning with my goals? Right. Does that make sense? It does because it feels like the ultimate goals of most relationship is to figure out who your future partner or companion is going to be. Yeah. And if y'all are totally clashing mm -hmm. or your goals don't align in some sense. Mm -hmm. Like if my current partner was saying something like, I want to move to Spain in a year and that wouldn't have worked out. Cause I wouldn't have been like, I'm not going to fucking Spain. Exactly. Cause and asking the question so they don't waste your time mm -hmm. is more so what I'm getting at and what you were um, saying as well. Right. Of just, you know, if someone is serious about being with you or even being in a relationship in general, they're going to cut the fat and get mm -hmm. straight to the point. Right. Um, and it shows like a level of consideration because then you can kind of tinker your relationship. So if you are seeing a person and they're saying, you know, I don't like your goals are very different, mm -hmm. then you can establish, all right, well, this is going to be a casual relationship until like further notice. And no mm -hmm. one has a lot of time invested. Yeah. Or, or emotions. Or emotions invested. Or I really like you and I want to invest more emotions. So I'm going to peace out before I do. Right. Exactly. And that 
Um, that self-awareness is also a green flag of just like knowing what they want and establishing a boundary of just like, okay, well maybe this isn't going to work out. And just like saying what, what something is like calling, Mm -hmm. what did I always say? Like name the beast, call it what it is. Um, and that's really important because I guess the older that we're getting, um, we're almost 30 now. Mm. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) and I say that tongue in cheek, but we're getting older and, you know, we love messing around. Love mm-hmm. it. Love yeah. just having a good dick appointment or whatever. And we're still on Forgetting that wave. Forgetting a dude's name. Exactly. We're still on that wave. But also, like, if something serious comes along, we want to differentiate and know what that is and make a decision. Exactly. Because we have long-term goals, like having mm-hmm. kids and maybe getting married. I don't know. Yeah. But definitely having kids. Yeah. And it's just not setting false expectations for people when they, you know, the person that you're interested in knows that they want something different. And that's, you know, it's a respect thing. Um, So with green flags, it just seems like from what I'm hearing both of us say is, is taking the time to establish some type of understanding to what the other person's needs are. Also having some self-awareness, having time to like build a relationship. And a lot of communication involved, like a lot of honest communication involved. Yeah. And I want to say like with other green flags, especially with stuff that's not so serious. So even if it's just like a hookup situation, um, you know, I can appreciate somebody when you're asking like, so what are we? And they just say like, we're just hooking up. Like no one wants to say that. Mm -hmm. No one just wants to say like, oh yeah, we're just hooking up. Like it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people hold back and they don't say like that, or they think that you want them to say that you want a relationship. But sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just like, like you said, how much time and effort are we going to put into any type of feelings if there's some developing? Exactly. And then the other part of it too is, well, can I fuck other people or not? When we're like getting like down and dirty to it. Facts. The before my partner, like I was in another situation ship and I would like kind of say like, oh, I'm like only with sleeping with you, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I would like try to figure out what we were Mm -hmm. and they would never give a definitive answer either way. Yep. But really, it would have been nice to know if I could have hopped on another dick if I so pleased. Say it again. I would have liked to hop on another dick if I wanted to, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, sometimes guys get really freaked out when you're wanting to define the relationship. And yes, granted, a lot of times the girl is wanting to move the relationship along. But they could also want to move the relationship on in the opposite direction of just like, I just want to keep you on my rotation roster. Mm -hmm. And if I want to call you at 12 o'clock in the morning, I can do that Mm -hmm. and not feel bad. And then go see Johnny Rocksocket. Get him to do his apple seed thing. I'm just saying, like, people need to, like, tell people what it is so we can make decisions accordingly. Because what we're going to talk about in the red flag section of this episode is basically... Once you're like, once you guys have established what, what something is, no matter what it is, Mm -hmm. we don't want to make decisions based on a lie. Right. And if you're lying or withholding the truth, then we can't 
properly function in our lives. Like you have to like be upfront with people. Right. Damn it. If we are in a long-term situation, relationship, whatever, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be fucking placated. I could be placated by my boss all day. I could be placated by the stranger on the bus, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to be placated by my partner because that does nothing for me. Exactly. Except waste my fucking time. Exactly. As soon as something changes or as soon as you know new information that makes you feel differently, like, please communicate. Let a bitch know. Because green flag... A person that really cares about you will care about your future, whether they're in it or not. Exactly. And on that note, let's take a break. Bam, bitch. <laughs> so good. Welcome back, bitches. Hi, hoes. And we're back to talk about red flags. Our favorite, because like we were just saying, <laughs> we've only seen a, a select amount of green flags in our lives. <laughs> and we're like bulls. We've only seen red. Exactly. So... Listen, red flags, and listen to us. I think people have consumed enough media to know what the red flags are. But I also want to say, when you see the red flag, we're going to talk about how to get the courage and the and the gusto to get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And before we really dive deep into it, mm-hmm. I just want to point out the fact that we we're kind of struggling with green flags and only had a few of them shows how low the bar is for straight men. What the fuck? They just have to pick it up off the ground. <laughs> they have to just be like, like, here's the bar, ma'am. Here's the bar. And you're like, Oh my God. Prince charming is raised. Is huh? that my panties <laughs> over there in the corner? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> anyway, cool. Back to the red of it all. All right. So tell me some red flags right now. Okay. Obviously, when they don't have any fucking friends, when they think it's fine to just like mooch off of you, when they don't have a job that they seem to want to like move out of or whatever, Mm -hmm. when they're super insecure about their place in your life. And let's, I have so many others. I can just go on and on. Okay. And they're all from one person. Take a breath. Okay. I want right. to get a drink of water. Just all right. Just read the coffee. Just let it in. Blow out the candles. Right. Um, yes. All of those things are red flags. In addition, one red flag that I'm thinking of in particular is um, when you're in in a relationship already with this person and they assume that you are going to be like the, you're going to take the lead. You're going to make all the decisions. Now, sometimes people are who they are and maybe they are more comfortable taking a step back in situations. But a red flag for me, especially I'm thinking of my past relationship was when he wouldn't like, want to go and do something unless I was like, oh, this is what we're going to do. That to me annoyed me and it morphed into the problems in our relationship at a later time. And I used to think like, oh, well, maybe he, you know, is nervous or uncomfortable or whatever. But when you're not like actively 
coming together as a unit Mm -hmm. is a red flag for me anyway. Um, What's another red flag? Um, When you always catch them in their lie (laughs) and they try to gaslight you or they try to um, talk you out of what you saw. Or like play the victim role. Mm-hmm. When they flip the script. And for me, that's a red flag. Um, especially, okay, so have you ever had a red flag and you're just like, I know this is a red flag, but I don't really know how to navigate out of this like situation. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Jailbird in general is a red flag and everyone was like, oh, I guess this is another red flag. If your friends and family join a chorus to tell you, do not see this person, mm-hmm. red flag. Yeah. But me being the person that I am, I'm like, no, he can do better. There's potential. And I didn't really know, one, how to get out of that headspace. And two, when I got out of the headspace, like how to really end things. Yeah. How do you realize when you're dating potential? Uh It was the feeling that I had to fix everything Mm -hmm. and that they were so like when they showed like all these traits that would normally get people further in life. Yeah. And to expand on that. So my ex-boyfriend, when I first met him and we were young, we were like 16, 15 years old. We were young babies. And, you know, I like that he wanted to be. Uh, what did he fucking want to be? A chef. <laughs> Sorry, I had to like think back in my brain. He wanted to be a chef and he did like a little bit of research on like what that would entail and what school to go to and stuff like that. So like that to me was kind of leading. That was like a little cookie trail of like, oh, wow, like he does actually have goals. But when it came to actually executing the goal and being focused on the goal. So that would back then it was like, you know, are you getting good grades? Are you not getting expelled? Which he got expelled. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and even in our relationship further, um, he was like getting promoted within his job as um, he worked. I don't want to get too specific, but he worked at fast food. So he was getting promoted. And I was like, oh, okay. So if you're getting promoted, he was telling me like how he had to go to take this class and do X, Y, and Z, but he was just dragging his feet. And I'm just like, but I know that you are able and capable and smart enough to do this thing. Right. And when you're the one that's like pushing them Mm -hmm. or even just, what's the word? Um, When you're just trying to get them to do something that they should innately want to do because it's their fucking goal. Exactly. Like you are taking the initiative for them. Yes. Red flag. Red, red flag. Huge red flag. Or when there's always an excuse as to why they can't do something. Mm-hmm. Like with Jailbird, he never really had any specific career goals. Mm-hmm. But one of his things was completing his bachelor's degree. But every time I'd be like, well, you know, you can still do it. There are ways to do it. And mm-hmm. if you really wanted to, if you're a if you have as many credits left as you say you do, then you should be able to. 
well, I don't know, because X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. So after a while, I just dropped it because it wasn't my goal. I finished my schooling. Right. Um, and another red flag is if you find yourself dampening your shine. Dampening your shine, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if I can, I don't want to get too, like, um, on you or anything like that. But um, I knew that jailbird was a problem when you started to be less obviously less yourself but like less vocal um and less like like you just had less sass about you right because um before you met him you were like driving places that you wanted to go and you like spoke with like force (laughs) and intention and intention and um you know, you you kind of catch yourself in a situation where you kind of had to make an excuse for him. And I know I did this with um, the Time Master myself. Like, you would just make excuses for the, this person that you care about. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, you're just slowly and slowly, like, it, removing your personality. So, because you're, you're so... Um, great. And I'm not saying that, like, I don't, I don't have no other way to say it, but you were like so great and so, um, bold at the time. And then when you just started becoming less and less bold and it's almost like you're trying to match their energy of mediocrity. All right. And it's such a slow decline. You don't even really notice it yourself. Like yeah. For me personally, mm-hmm. one, I was in it and two, it was so gradual mm-hmm. that it made sense that I was kind of inching inwards. Yeah, and even I, because I was fooled too, do not feel bad. I also was fooled by Jailbird. I was like, well, maybe, I don't know, but. um, He's very charming. That's how they get you. Yeah, they're very charming, and they, you know, they're very good at telling you what you want to hear, and, you know, the manipulation is key because they're trying to survive. They are latching on to this, um, this bold, vibrant person, and they're almost like, ah, oh, yes, like that's the type of person that I want to be because it's in their it's in their brain. Like they they red flag people. Sometimes you can tell like they want to do better, but they don't have it in them to actually do it. So they so they latch on to people who have it together, and they're just like, if I can just like do enough, like maybe I can like be like them, but they don't have it in them. Right. They really take that by association thing very seriously. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So um, once you realize that you're in these red flags, um, I would say I always go back to this moment of my younger self where I gave my ex time master a chance again, cause he had cheated on me and I go back to him and you know, I was like, well, maybe we can start fresh, you know, and I'm not saying it was bad of me to like want to start over with this person. But once you start fresh and they exhibit the same patterns that wanting to move out of that relationship and saying like, no, is so hard. And what advice would you tell yourself if you could go back on how to get out of that situation? I think for me. And this like ended up being one of my red flags. I definitely should have listened to my parents. My, and they like did it in very like subtext ways. Mm. They would say things like, well, it seems like he has a temper 
or what is he really doing with his life? Mm. But I should have known, like, or not should have, but like, I should have kind of listened to that. And that was their way of saying, like, this man is a loser. Mm-hmm. He has nothing to offer you. And like, as a relationship progressed, they're like, yeah, this guy is like a loser. He's a dud. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. And I, I should have listened, but at that point, I had too much time and invested time and emotion invested. Yeah. And it's hard to break yourself with that. I'm not like discounting that in any way. I'm not saying like it's really easy to break away, but I think there needs to be a point where you listen to the other people who love you. Right. Um, And also don't be prideful for me. What got me even more entrenched in this bad situation that I was in is that I, that part of spending too much time on something and you're just like, but I like invested so much and you don't want to let it go. But also there was that like pride of admitting that maybe you were wrong. And I guess if I were to go back and tell myself, I would be like, you know, your pride of just walking away from something is going to hurt less than your pride of like really like investing even more time and money in this person and it all be for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like stop yourself before it gets too bad. Right. And I guess I would say, I would tell my young self, I would tell her in, in three months, if you walked away from this person, would you have a sigh of relief or would you like still be yearning for this person to come back into your life? Ooh. Yeah. It's really deep. Because as soon as I left him for good, like, yeah, I was sad that my relationship was over, but I felt like this weight of this weight come off of me. It was just like, oh, wow. Like, I didn't realize how heavy I felt with this person in my life until they were gone. And like, yeah, it sucks for the first couple weeks and the first couple months and even the six months. And I really didn't date or see anybody for a really long time, but. Um, I felt so much better because I was not stressed about, about worrying about their shit. Mm-hmm. I could focus on my own shit. Yeah. And that kind of struck something in me. So I still dated Jailbird like about three or four months after I first moved to Boston. The original plan was he would come and move up with me at some point. That point was never defined. But I was definitely sad when I first left because I was like, oh, I'm away from this man. And the longer we were apart, the more it felt like dread coming up whenever he would message me on Facebook or call me or whatever. And it got to the point where he, I laugh about it now because it's so stupid, but he called me Halloween night to see what I was doing and where I was. And he kept calling me and calling me and calling me. And this is also like classic textbook abuse type thing. We kept calling me, calling me and screaming at me that I was like a bitch and a piece of shit, whatever. And finally you picked up the phone and screamed at him to like, stop calling and go to bed. (laughs) He's so dumb. He's like, I just want to ask her where the spare tire is. And I was like, why would I fucking know that? Yeah. That but like the increasing amount of dread and finally like that moment that wash of relief when I blocked him and just didn't have anything to do with him anymore was I wish I could bottle it up and sell it 
that feeling. Yes. It is a good feeling. It was euphoric. When you're finally like, I'm done. And it doesn't, like, it bothers you. It hurts you that you have to do it. But to actually, like, block them and be like, okay, I am actually done mm -hmm. is just like, whew. It feels good. It felt great. Yeah. It's and oh, never having a phone call like that again feels amazing. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, I think that green flags, red flags, all of this is a flag to ourselves. That nice little bow of just like, what, what kind of life do you want to have? is now where I, what I think about when I move into relationships. Mm -hmm. Like now that I'm single and by myself and you were single for, by yourself for a while and you kind of dated and I dated. Um, anytime someone comes into my life, if it's not making it better, if I'm getting stressed out about worrying about their bullshit, then it might be a relationship that's not worth it. Right. And I think that leads to like the biggest green flag of all. No unnecessary drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was telling um I was telling my mom. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, you know, this is the first like relationship where it's not dramatic for her. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was, I was like, there's no like, you know, secret secret baby mama. <laughs> or like the but like it's not mundane, but it's like the very unnecessary drama of oh my lights might get turned off oh you didn't pay the internet bill oh the rent's due and you didn't tell me like mm -hmm. you weren't paying it yeah it's it's another feeling i wish i could bottle up and sell like it's so affirming and secure and validating that i am in a relationship with someone who's responsible and someone who cares about like not adding unnecessary stress in my life exactly i think like too um i knew my my past relationship was good because one day he was just like you know how me and you like we'll have like plans of like oh we want to go to the cape or whatever mm -hmm. and one day like he heard me say that i wanted to go do something and he was like okay so hey i know you want to do this thing so on this day i'm available we should go at this time and i was like yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, and it, and I would do the reverse for him. Like I would hear something like that same level of compassion that you have for the people that you love gets reciprocated. And that's another green flag. If that is a reciprocation of they hear you and they like take action on it. They actually care about your interests and shit. Yeah. And they want to be a part of your interests or they want to invite you into their interests. Like green fucking flags all day long. Green flags 2020. Okay. Mm -hmm. Even we're in isolation. Isolation pandemic. And there's like the loom of Republicans fucking up our life even more. Okay. We're getting a little um, dark. Okay. A little dark. But um, yeah, we'll talk about politics on another day. <laughs> but seriously, guys, um, I, I think with this green flag episode and why we thought it was important is because when we, when I was younger, I wish somebody was like, you know, you're so used to this chaos. Like, you don't even know what good looks or feels like. Right. Oh, ouch. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting into it. Right. It's. 
like when you, you think about love in your life and love in your family life and what your family like life look like, mm-hmm. your relationships early on are going to look for something similar or look for a hole, like look to fill a hole that you might not acknowledge that you have. Mm. Like I wanted someone to be invested in me and to actively show that they cared and loved about me that didn't involve criticism or like guessing games, which turns out that's exactly what I got Mm -hmm. in those relationships Mm -hmm. because ultimately like they were formed on manipulation, deceit and placation. Yeah. When people tell you what they think they think you want to hear is really important to look out for in your red flags. Um, because it's just a lie when they are just saying things like that. Yeah. I, I can always appreciate people who, even if they're different from me, they're like hold firm in their truth. Like me and the guy that I was just with were not, we were opposite culturally, mm-hmm. but we shared a lot of the same values, which is why we like got along so well together. Um, And that's what I can appreciate about him. So like you can work through your other differences, but if he didn't agree with, with something, or if there was something that didn't align with what he did or thought he could say that and be okay that I felt differently, but it was just, it would be just kind of like a dance off of each other. Wouldn't it be like, Oh, well you feel that way, but I I think I can also feel that way too. Like that shit's ill. Yeah. I can in my work life, I can get a lot of people to placate me. Mm-hmm. And I can get a lot of people to agree with me only to find out they're lying later. Yeah. I don't care because at some point I'm going to leave them. Oop. <laughs> All right. Even if it's like for the end of the day work or like I'm moving on to a new job, like they are not, they are here only for a season. And I don't want my partner to only be here for a season. Ooh, okay, Jim. <laughs> Drop that shit. I see you. Ew. No, seriously, you don't. You you're looking for longevity because, yeah, of course, relationships do not last a lot of time. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they end, and things. Um, and that's okay. It sucks, but it is okay. But when you when you have a relationship that's going to work through, you know, just slight idiosyncrasies or things that you know that that don't all the way line up because we're not all the same people. Obviously we're all different, but when you just have somebody who's willing to do the work, I feel like when someone is honest with me, they're willing to do the hard shit Mm -hmm. to get to the good side. Right. You know what I mean? And if someone's like trying to, you know, always like be on my good side or tell me what I want to hear. Like you're not willing to do like hard shit to keep me around. Right. You're not willing to hold yourself accountable. You're not willing to like have the conversations Mm -hmm. you're, looking for something and it's not always going to be found in agreeing with me. Yeah. So if you're in these red flag relationships and you are finding yourself wanting to leave or wanting to break it off, I would like kind of do some introspection, Mm -hmm. do what you said before, like um, ask yourself how you would feel in three months if this relationship was no longer in your life. Mm -hmm. And I would also ask yourself, what are you afraid of with not having this relationship in your life right now? Yeah. 
Like for me, I was afraid not necessarily to be alone, but to like be unwanted. Mm. Me too. Yeah, I've definitely felt that. <laughs> and if you find that that is a feeling for you, um, for me, it stemmed from not really remembering who I was and not like in a bad bitch, like, you know, social media type of way, but like truly like forgetting parts of my personality that make me who I am. And because you like shut it off for so long because mm-hmm. you're trying to like mold to this other person. Mm-hmm. So if you feel that way of just not feeling wanted, figure out how to want yourself. Yeah. And what that really means. Like, what do you, what do you value in yourself to be okay with being by yourself? Right. Because a long time or however. Exactly. And as we like said, a green flag is for your partner to have interests outside of yourself and to be for them to be okay without you and not be and you not to be the sole source of stimulation. You have to be the green flag you want to see in the relationship as well. Absolutely. Be the green flags you want to see in the world. <laughs> and wave them proudly and majestically across the land. <laughs> Seriously. And I think like, you know, once you're comfortable being single, I mean, not saying that people don't need other people, obviously, but once you're comfortable being single, it's hard. It's hard for people to come into your life on some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like you'll know a real one when you see them. Exactly. Yeah. You won't really need anyone to validate you. Mm -hmm. You won't need a red flag in your life. You don't have to be a bull forever is what we're saying. I know. Just (laughs) don't be a bull. That should be the episode. (laughs) Seriously. Um, Anything else you want to say about green and red flags and getting out of these situations? I think I've covered all I wanted to say. I just want to continue the conversation with the filthies and, you know, ask them what their red flags are. I'm sure we missed some green flags because, like I said, the bar for men is on the ground. We're just figuring out what they look like now. <laughs> and it's, it's very true. So if you guys have any green or red flags, please let us know at our Instagram at Unpacked Filth um, and send in any questions or any green flags or anything um, along those lines at unpackedfilth at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Mendacity and Tricks for your host E with a C. And I'm E with a K at Nice and Airy 21. And we will talk to y'all later. Bye.